What's up, Clickbait Nation? Can I say that? Clickbait Nation? Because I feel like we have a lot of you now. That we just, we just, you know, we're just going to call you the nation because we love y'all. But also, we are here with another amazing episode of Clickbait. Anyways, I'm so happy because Natasha and Joe are back. I don't exactly know where you guys were, but... um. (laughs) (laughs) I have a little idea, Um, but I cannot wait to dive into everything with you guys today. I am so excited. How are you both? Uh, I am wonderful. Um, Uh, Hesitation? No, 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 no. I'm I'm great. I'm happy to be back. I missed you. I missed doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, I let out a lot on this podcast. You know, it feels good. I come out here and (laughs) vent a little bit. We talk a little shit. We have fun. Um, I missed it. So it's good to be back. Yeah, same. I feel good. Um, Very happy to be back. So happy to see your smile, Taysha. Um, Yeah, I, um, I, yeah, we've been on a ride. We've been on a wild ride. Ride, Well, I can't even talk. A wild ride. Gotta get back into the swing of things here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I cannot wait to talk to you guys more about, um, I don't know, just all of the things. But obviously, we're going to get back into the episode like we normally do. We're going to talk about the Bachelor Nation breakdown. We also have a really fun clickbait of the week talking about my boyfriend wants to block my male friends. And I would love to hear Joe's take on this because I know he's already smiling. He's already turning pink. Well, I read the article and the whole thing's ridiculous and I can't yeah. wait to get into I, it. I, knew, I really I want to get into this. Yes. It's going to be so good. because I got yeah. a lot of guy friends and I was like, ooh, wow. Mm, okay. Don't See? know about this. It's going to be so good. But we also have a really fun guest today. I'm so excited to talk to Max, who is actually going to be on next week's episode of The Bachelorette. Um, so we'll be able to talk to him. Guys, I miss you. Joe, I haven't been able to give, you know, it's different giving Mike shit. Like, it's really easy giving you shit. And then having Natasha be on my side and just kind of like gang up on you. I missed you guys, honestly. Yeah, so did I. So did I. We've been doing this uh, for quite some time now. So wow. having, having what is, I think it's been like five weeks. Um, yeah, I need Tasha in my life to bust my balls because, you know, <laughs> she sets me straight sometimes. That is right. Well, there were a few times it was like, damn, wish Tasha was here. <laughs> this in this never never land that we were in. Oh, <laughs> speaking of never never land, we're going to get into the first Bachelor Nation breakdown, which is well, Wells Adams previews Bachelor in Paradise and the cast was released today. And um it's really weird because I know you guys didn't tell me where you went, but your guys' <laughs> names are on this OG cast list for this year's Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. I mean, yeah. I can't <laughs> say I'm surprised. I kind of suspected it because uh, you both are a little bronzy. Wait, guys, are you okay? Are you? I, yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, here's okay. So here's let's let's just get right into it. Okay. <laughs> okay, please. Um, I wasn't expecting to be original cast. I didn't, um, you know, I forgot all of what Paradise is about. Mm. And it is a wild ride in this season is insane. It really (laughs) is. And every day was, it almost was like every day got more and more intense. Well, yeah. But we can't really break everything down. But we can't break everything down. But I will say that multiple times I went over to Joe because Joe... Joe was like our, um, he was like our paradise guru because, you know, he had been there before, right? So yeah. I'm like, Joe, is this, True. is this, is this what happens? Is this, what? he goes, it wasn't like this my season. Oh it my wasn't God. like this my <laughs> yeah. season. I was really like, so, so, cause, you know, we just didn't know. So he had this like, I think idea coming into it, right, Joe? Yeah. And then it was just completely just different. It was yeah. different. Yeah. I mean, Tasha, you've that. been, You've been there, but and like you know, and yeah. I don't know. It was a lot different than my first time. It was, it was, it was wild. It really was. Well, yeah, obviously, I mean, for one, little John was there. Okay, <laughs> I'm yes, sorry, who? but like, yes, my season that I went on to Bachelor in Paradise was the last one, which is two years ago now, which just sounds so weird. But yeah, little John was not there. Neither was David Spade and um, Lance Bass. Lance Bass, mm-hmm. Titus, Titus like, 
yeah, I wish that happened. Like, I would love to do a tequila shot with little John just like pouring it into my mouth and just being like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I would really just love all of that. But like that didn't go down. He but was, I told you it was a dumpster fire. I told you it's a dumpster fire out there. And you guys insisted on going. So yeah, if you guys could have a catchphrase for this season, what would it be? Oh, Natasha, you go first. It would be, oh, oh you both oh. do that. <laughs> oh, it would be, oh, oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, I, I think it's just, just you know. Um, you know that song? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes. Literally. <laughs> yes, the TikTok song. That is my catchphrase for this season. Okay. Any, That's a good every one. Every day there was a, oh, no. Oh no no no! <laughs> a, a lot of um, a lot of unexpected happenings in paradise. You just kind of you just never knew it was, um, and something was always going on. Um, but yeah, right. what's, I, I'm I'm going to be I'm very excited to watch. I do have to say, Wells, in my opinion, Wells should be the full time host. He did a great yeah, how job. How was that? He he did ro- uh, uh, Wells did the rose ceremonies as well as the bartending. Wow. Um, and he was great. And Wells was, it was very important for me that he was there because I had somebody that, you know, has experience and I was able to go and talk to Wells a lot. Right. Uh, and he was, you know, and he always makes me laugh. Um, Cause when you first get down there, you're it's like, stressful. Yeah. You're like, we had a, we had opposite. He always makes Joe laugh. He always makes me cry. <laughs> no. <laughs> my god you know there's something about my heartstrings he he's amazing there's something about wells that just like it makes you so comfortable but also at the same time like he i don't know like he makes me very nervous to be around him wells asks the hard-hitting questions he really does he does he's coming at you he knows what you're feeling and he is he's coming at you and he's not gonna back away I want to actually give Wells some love too. I, like I, I, yeah, I want to keep talking about him. Keep going. You think Go you think that he is he should be the the host mm-hmm. full time? I agree with that. But also, it's like he needs to be the full time on set therapist. Yes, he yeah. needs to be. The, I mean, he the conversations that I had with Wells were so pivotal for me, and he was just really like, you know. I really thought that, and I don't even know if I can say this or not, but I really thought that like Joe and I were going to really be able to be there for each other, but we, we couldn't because we had so much going on within our own life, like our own relationships, I guess, our own things that was happening. Wells became like that person to just like unload everything and like just be that objective voice. He helped me so much through this process, just Aww. being like just an amazing human and just listening to me, but also making me cry so much. I couldn't talk to him without crying. I'm like, Wells, no. You're he, so right. He's amazing. Me. He has really good insight. He's great advice. He's amazing. He's very, like, again, he makes me nervous, but he has a very calming presence about him. And like, I think he's like very honest. Like, he'll be like, you're looking like an ass he's right so now. Honest. But also at the same time, he's like, Go after it. He's very, you know what I mean? He's a really good big brother, if you will. Yeah. Um, I think he's very deserving of this job and I'm really proud and excited for him. So um, I think if anyone were to take that spot, I think it definitely should be Wells and I'm really excited for him. But you guys, was, is it, okay, on the level of one to 10, how juicy is this season? I mean, 15. Yeah, like I would compare it to the, I could only compare it to the season I had did prior. And Mm. this was. This is it. No exaggeration. Yeah, I would say 15 times more intense. Like I never even saw, I I never even saw Natasha. That's how spread apart the beach was. It was like always something going on with everyone. The first day they're like, how excited are you that Joe's here? I'm like, I'm so happy. Oh my God, I wouldn't be able to literally we could we just it was so it was so much happening i'd see joe hey hey like, no uh, yeah. no i'm not kidding no i'm not yeah. kidding we were you not guys, hanging out we were yeah. not i that's crazy we to me because like it i know crazy. how it is being there and like i know you kind of like do you wake up every morning with each other like you have breakfast like you kind of do your thing but that just might mean you guys get into well, some could, stuff it, 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 it can mean anything, but 
Um, something that was different. I don't remember how many were in the original cast for your season, but there mm-hmm. was 24 this time, which was a lot. At least I think, that's how I, I felt. think there was like relatively that many for us. Oh, really? I maybe, oh, I don't know. I'll, I just remember the cast photo being very large. I well, just, I, I remember that first day, it mm-hmm. just seemed like- With a lot of people. So many people. Maybe it's because, you know, I haven't been there for th- three years. Um, it could be that too. And also there's a yeah. lot of, you know, there was Peter's season, uh, Clarentasia's yeah. season, Katie's season, and um, and Matt James's season. So there's four seasons opposed to the two seasons normally, right? Yeah. And then alumni. Let me ask you guys this. Um, before we move on to the next uh, click or Batch Nation breakdown, um, was there anybody you guys were surprised seeing on the beach? Like you were not expecting to come down those stairs? Hmm. I'm going to say yes, but I can't say who. Oh, okay. Can't say who. I'm going to say no. <laughs> Joe would. Joe just wants no. to be opposite no, Joe. of anything really? Natasha and I say. I mean, I, I was here. All I could say is this. I was surprised at timing when some people got there, when some people didn't. Okay. But I kind of had an idea of who I thought was going to be there. Okay, um, that's fair. And that's I would fair. say, you know, we met some of the guys from your season. Some of those oh. guys are there. Oh, can I just say, I cannot wait to get down and dirty with all those details. Um, it's going to be really good. I'm so glad we were able to touch the tip of the iceberg with Bachelor of Paradise. I cannot wait because the tables have turned now. You guys were able to ask me about anything about my season yes. and about Katie's yes. season, Matt's season. Now... I'm going to be asking you guys the hot questions of the week, the very uncomfortable, give me the nitty gritty. And you guys better be ready because I'm coming with some heat this season. All right. Before we go on to the next, if you what? have to, if you have to guess right now, who was messier? You. Hands no. down. Okay. Get out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Honey, honey, the mess, the mess. Listen, there's low key mess and there's high key mess. Definitely he was high key. <laughs> I mean, I knew, I knew that Joe. Joe, would you agree with that? Do you think you were messier than I was? I don't think I was messy at all. Personally. Whoever calls people, whoever calls a female, what is it? Lady friend? Lady friend, yeah, lady friend is messy. Okay, uh, uh, is messy. Oh, there's something I said that messy. Um, I can't even say it out here yet. I don't know if it's going to get aired. I really hope it doesn't. But you're going to have a field day with it. Oh, That's all I can God. say. All right, I let's go to wait. the next. Uh, yeah, let's just keep moving on. <laughs> okay, I just it's cannot be, wait it's to dive into that with you guys this season. I'm so I'm excited. Some, clickbait gonna turn into a uh, clickbait is gonna turn into uh, Joe and Natasha's therapy with Tasha. <laughs> shoot well i have to say i will say also i just want to say a shout out again to mike and bibby they were so nice to be here for you guys while you guys are away um on the you know in mexico and um yeah they did a good job but at the same time everybody has missed you guys so i'm so happy you guys are back thank Um, you mike and thank you bibby yes yes i love both of them and i listened (laughs) to the episodes and they were really great and they were being honest in themselves and that's what we need in this world Absolutely. yes Mm -hmm. thank you okay so for the next bachelor nation breakdown we have crystal nielsen gets real about fucking hard days as a mom and i thought this article was just so interesting because there are so many new moms in bachelor nation and i think it's been really fun like growing up with them in a way and um I feel like there's a lot of my girlfriends that have also become mothers recently. And there's just like so many like topics and things that they are teaching me on social media that I didn't know before. And I think it's really cool that people are able to be so open and honest and we're able to like learn. Cause I feel like what we talked about kind of like last week about Astrid just talking about pregnancy in itself. There's just so many conversations to be had that women just like generally just don't talk about um, for whatever reason that might be. But now that Mm -hmm. social media is just like at our fingertips and the information is so easily accessible, it's just really cool that even people in Bachelor Nation are just like giving like the best advice, do's and don'ts, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And also, it's like, I feel like you hear 
two different perspectives about mm-hmm. pregnancy and being a mom. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like, you know, when you give birth, it's the hardest thing ever, right? You yeah. hear that? Or you hear, like, girl, get the epidural and it's easy, <laughs> like, it's fine, like, whatever. You know, it's like these two, like, you hear these polar opposite things. Uh-huh. And then, like you said, with social media, now people can get into, like, the specifics of, like, well, I did this and you shouldn't do this. Or I didn't, if I knew this before I knew this, you know. So her actually opening up and talking about this and how, like, you know, the chemical exposure and also just in general, there's so many toxic things that affect pregnant women. And then when you're breastfeeding, things that you should be eating or not eating. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that we, as f- someone who has, you know, doesn't have kids, it's like, I want to know this stuff. I mean, I want to have kids eventually. Yeah. So these moms that are being open and honest and normalizing, talking about the struggle if that makes sense and the beautiful moments because you know mm-hmm. you see i mean the, the pictures that she posts of her baby they're oh my so freaking gosh cute. the cutest little nugget ever. yeah so cute so it's like we love that part but it's like okay but look though the, the, this also happens yeah <laughs> i know your days happen. are in sunshine and rainbows every day here's the truth like my um my best friend since fifth grade they just had a baby he just turned one years old and oh. you you know like i never really paid attention to how hard it is to raise a kid i mean and he does not stop running like yeah he wakes up and he runs all over and he's trying to get on the table and get <laughs> off the table and he falls i mean it's it's a full-time job being a mother is very very difficult and you know it's you're raising a a human being which just cannot be easy um i think we think that the hard part is pushing the motherfucker out but uh- <laughs> it's, you know, it's raising that little animal when it gets. It's raising that little animal when it gets rough. But yeah, no. Um, I think social media and having access to, um, all you know, just being able to see how people raise their kids and what's good and what's bad and what they went through yeah. only helps. You know. Well, yeah, it just makes it more relatable. And like, that's another mm-hmm. thing. Like, even as mothers, as like independent single women like engaged women married whatever we all like make mistakes and it's actually really nice seeing somebody else kind of like not have a perfectly curated life and being like you know what i did that too i screwed up like thank god i'm not the only one like it just feels good you know what i mean like we can't always be showing like the happy thing so it's just it's it's really nice and it's appreciated appreciated when people are just showing like Hey, I screwed up today and I'm actually really freaking going through it. And well, you know, like I'm still a good mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Okay. Yeah. And okay. So I just want to say, Crystal, keep going. You're doing an amazing job. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I'm, it, you look like an, her eyes looked like they were like really genuinely like hurting really bad. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. I mean, but chem- also, chemicals when you get chemicals in your eye. Yeah. But also, Crystal, keep being honest, keep being real, keep sharing with us, and and we love you, and we're sending Absolutely. you all the best. Yes. Yes. Um. As far as the last Bachelor breakdown, we have the Bachelorette addressing interracial relationships and dating, and I have to just say. I mean, I know I was there for the season, but I didn't really was I wasn't really privy to seeing every single conversation that went down. But this conversation, like I loved Andrew S already, mm-hmm. but just how real and just honest and just courageous it was for him to have this conversation with Katie mm-hmm. on his one on one, I think is what everybody needs. I think that um it's it's interesting because Katie called herself naive. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of America is naive, and especially thinking this way about interracial relationships and, like, what, you know, whatever race you are, like, what difficulties you have to go through. And um, I just found this so courageous of him, and I'm just so happy that he was able to have a conversation open and honest with Katie, and just her reaction meant so much to me. Um, yeah. But I just want to know what you guys uh, think, because I also... I don't know. I talked about this on Happy yeah. Hour last week. So I think. Well, I think it was a. Ve- I think it's a very important conversation to have, and mm-hmm. um, 
I, you know, I don't think it's ever a good idea to shy away from important conversations early on in a relationship. Andrew S. is a good friend of mine um, before oh. Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we live in Chicago. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I do have to say, he is um, like, I'm proud of him. I think he's doing an incredible job. He, everything that you're, you're seeing is himself. Like he's being genuine. He's real. He is one of the nicest people that I know. He's fun. He always has a smile uh, on his face. And he is just about him. like, he really is. And I know it's cliche, but he's just being himself on that show. And you could tell that when somebody goes out there and they're just like, they don't have any preconceived notions of how they're supposed to be or what no should motives. happen. They, yeah, they yes. just step out there and they're themselves. Mm -hmm. You could see that it's working. You could see that he's he's actually it. falling for her. He's having those hard conversations and he's doing it how he's comfortable. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think Andrew is crushing it and I couldn't be happier for him. Yeah. Yeah. He also just you can tell his energy just like he's very vibrant, but you you feel like you feel his authenticity. Yeah. I mean, at least I do when I watch it. And when you go on a show like this and like I say, like some people go on a show and they just want to make out and they just want to make cute TV. And then other people have these real conversations and you're seeing these real conversations that are initiated by these men who are like, I'm looking for a wife. And yeah. you can tell that he wants to really find a partner and 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 let her know what he's looking for in a partner. So I really appreciate him and his authenticity as well. Um, and, and seeing them have this conversation and also Katie calling herself out as naive. It's like, you know, things that you don't think about because, again, when you think of in America, it's like the world is catered towards a certain people so here's me opening up your eyes to it and it was really it was really great it was it was really good to see and i do i have heard that um katie has dated outside of her race before as well and that is something that um i think when casting bachelor people it's you know a bachelorette or a bachelor it's something that needs to be that, that that should be happening when they're casting people for Bachelor Bachelorette because then that shows that they really are open to dating someone outside of their race and not making someone feel like, oh, I'm just not this person's type, if that makes sense. Well, life would be very boring if everybody dated inside their own race, right? Well, Wouldn't that make for a boring world? I mean, I don't think that there's anything so. wrong if you want to date. No, I'm not saying race. there's anything there's wrong. wrong. I'm just saying. It. But when I think that in the way that this franchise is trying to be more open to all and be more inclusive, and we've all talked about this before, I think that in choosing your bachelor and bachelorette, people who are actually, instead of just saying they're open to other races, knowing because she has dated outside of her race before without the cameras or whatever you want to call it, is it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think interracial relationships are amazing just because they make mixed babies. And honey, I'm a mixed baby. So there you go. I appreciate that. I just wanted to thank also Andrew S for really opening up a lot of people's eyes. And I think that just bringing these real life things that people think about and have to deal with in an interracial relationship and just him as a black man um, being in a relationship with a white woman. Yeah, um, I think that it was um, a good perspective to just bring to everybody's minds that they haven't thought about before. So, yeah, I agree. And him just yeah. being himself. It's good stuff. Okay. So the clickbait of the week is a very interesting article that I'm dying to know what you both think about. Uh, it is about someone wanting their boyfriend to block a male friend. What are your thoughts on friendships with the opposite sex? When you get in a relationship, when you have a fiance, when you get married, all the things. Joe, Tasha. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Here's the thing about this article, because I read this article. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with having friends of the opposite sex. Of course not. Mm -mm. And if I'm in a relationship and my girlfriend has a best friend who's a guy, eventually I would think we would be friends. But yeah. if you read this article, this guy guy that's her best friend hits on her all the time mm 
Mm-hmm. And sends her something vulgar. It sends her something vulgar. So yeah, I would be Which like, is probably um, a dick you're crossing right? a line. You're yeah. crossing. That's not a friend. Yeah. So so to let to let our listeners know, uh, basically, the girl was in a relationship with a guy who said, "I don't want you talking to this guy because he flirts with you." So the guy is flirting with her, her friend, and then he sends her something vulgar. But then the boyfriend is also saying, I want you to block him, not just stop talking to him, maybe distance yourself, block him. So when I'm reading this, I'm like, you got two men who are disrespectful. Your guy friend is disrespecting you, knowing that you have a boyfriend and sending you vulgar or flirting with you things. And then the guy who you're dating is like, block this guy because I don't. I guess, trust you to handle this properly, which I just think this girl, I mean, I think she needs to just get rid of both of them, in my opinion. But what do you guys think? I mean, I guess, I guess the situation uh, matters, okay? Like, has this happened in the past? Like, has the line been crossed before? Like, has she played into it a little bit? Like, has he asked her politely multiple times? Like, hey, feeling a little weird about this? What's going on here? She's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. However, this guy still keeps crossing the line. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't think I would really appreciate, you know, a girl messaging my guy and like sending like very flirtatious messages to him all the time. Like, I'd be like, what's her freaking problem? If you're not going to say anything and like it's too much for you to handle, then like, does she need to be in your life? And if she does need to be in your life, then why don't you go date her? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Uh mm hmm. Uh, well That's said. my personal opinion, but I, I don't know about the whole, I, I understand the whole blocking you thing. Block them. Well, here's well, the thing. It takes, I like you said. I would say figure it out. Yeah. Right. And, and like you said, Tasha, it, it, it takes two to tango. And right. if the guy you're with, uh, let's just use Zach for an example. Right. If he's not going to say, hey, I am in love and engaged to somebody else, you and have to stop out. hitting on me. If he's not going to say that, then, yeah, why don't you just go date her? There's something freaking weird right. happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and, like, maybe it's a childhood friend, that, something like that, or, like, and you need to have a serious sit-down conversation. Hey, I love you, but my fiancé, my boyfriend, my whatever, is not comfortable with you talking to me like this. Like, yeah. you need to tune it down. That needs to happen. Like, you are now in a relationship, and you need to honor that other person when it comes to this kind of thing. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, unless yes. it's like a possessive thing when he's like, oh, he's liking your photo, like block him. Like that's psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> right. And right. doesn't need to happen. So that's what I'm saying. I think it's really depends on the situation. Right, Natasha? Because yeah. you have a problem with the blocking thing. So what do you feel? Well, I think that what you're saying and what Joe is saying is very accurate. You should, right. I think, let the person, meaning the person who has the friendship, Deal with this. Like you should trust your partner. That's a secure thing to do. Trust your partner to Correct. deal with their friend. Opposed Correct. to saying, block them, don't talk, like being more possessive. Because the the boyfriend comes off insecure in my position, be- in my in my opinion. opinion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in my opinion, because it's something that um you should just be able to handle. I'm gonna trust that my man can handle this. And if and the thing is, it's like I'm also, what's the other side of this? Would you get involved as the girlfriend being like, hey, by the way, you're cool. I like you. And I know you guys have been friends for a long time, but like, don't be trying to, don't do that. Like, would you ever get involved? That's the question that I have as well. Well, I mean, here's, this is how I look at it. Interesting. Once you start a relationship with somebody, there's certain things that should eventually ease up or stop like here yes if i if i like to go out to a club every single saturday night well once i get into a relationship you have to hope that that's the want to do that is going to stop because you are now comfortable being in a relationship and you go out once in a while but things change so Mm -hmm. for me i would expect the girl that i'm with to stop that and if she doesn't then for me it's like okay well what do you want here do you want to keep talking to other guys? Well, I guess it just depends on like what she's doing at the club. I'm like, if that's like what her girlfriends do and like that's her, like you're and dating her and like. that's that's what she likes to do. So like that's something that you should be okay with in a way. Like she shouldn't have to give that up unless it's because she's going because she likes to get attention from males and like, right. you know what I mean? It's all about intention here and purpose and 
yes. what the actual agenda is behind all of this. Like, I completely agree yes. with both you and Natasha, like in the sense of like, yeah, my guy should be able to figure this situation out and I shouldn't have to be like, you better block him. But again, if it goes back to like, this has been multiple times, like there's this, like, I'm actually, I have previous history with this, with you of not being able to, you know, keep people in a respective, you know, arm's length. I don't know. Um, then like that might be the trigger, but I don't know. I feel like the other person should be able to like be who they are and you should be able to trust them. But also lines shouldn't be crossed and like having vulgar Boundaries. messages being sent. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I will say that I have a lot of guy friends. I have three brothers and I have a lot of guy friends that I've never hooked up with ever. Yeah. And yeah. if I, when I've dated guys and not in my adult life but when I was younger and I've dated guys who had a problem with me having guy friends I was just like no my now that I'm older and the guys that I date they don't care because my guy friends come hang out and like you said eventually you become friends with them right exactly. you know what I mean it's all it's not like oh I have to hang out with them and not you and you can't come and no like that's there's something wrong there if that's the Absolutely. case but um, it, it, here's the thing like if you you Natasha if you have a boyfriend and one of the guy friends that you're friends with starts sending you messages where he's flirting with you and hitting on you, you as now somebody that's in a relationship is going to stop that. You're oh, not just going to let it happen. 100%. So that's what I mean by like, the, it's like there's a single way to live life and then there's a relationship way. And yes. you have to find, you know, what makes both of you somewhat comfortable. Right. Well, and also my guy friends don't do that and they wouldn't do that and when i say friends yeah. i look at my guy friends like my girlfriends like we don't do that i have girlfriends who have a lot of guy friends who they've hooked up with they've kissed they've made out they've done this they've done that like keep once them around. you <laughs> yeah once you cross that line of like hook up then you're no i don't know i no longer look at you as my guy friend i look at you as a guy that i'm interested in or that or vice versa like and we're not just i wouldn't have you around my boyfriend or whatever because right. that's uncomfortable it could be uncomfortable for him you know um so yeah i think it's all about being an adult about it and i think that it's beautiful having opposite sex relationships and like friendships i, I think it's great because you get just an, a different perspective from your girlfriends and like it's really great and it's really helped me in my life to have that other perspective. Uh, so I really encourage it. And people just just don't be insecure about your relationships and handle your stuff, right? Yeah, it's about, yeah, it's about not being insecure. But I do have to ask you real quick. You don't think that you could be, <laughs> you don't think that you could be I friends. I love him. Yeah, you don't think you could be friends with somebody that you hooked up with in the past? Like, you know, that like yeah. that, like lust or, or wanting to hook up again, like that, could go away and you could still be friends no or you don't think so yes i do but what i have what i have witnessed in the past is that men are very persistent and if i if i cross that line with someone and they they'll they'll get drunk they'll keep trying whatever right. so it's like i'm not gonna be friends with you in the sense of like come over to my family's house where my boyfriend is where da, 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 da. it's like no like we can still hang out and be like out friends but like i'm not gonna have you in my inner circle knowing that you want to hook up with me does that make okay. sense well, yeah. trying to hook up with me you know that wouldn't be fair to my boyfriend i think right yeah but i'm yeah. saying what if he stopped what if you guys stopped trying oh, to hook he, up with each other if he stopped friends? trying to hook up with me sure but in my opinion that doesn't happen guys get drunk and they're like so remember that one night <laughs> Yeah, and try to like revisit like weird things in the past and like why are you talking Yeah, no, nah, we don't I don't I think that that's very uncomfortable for someone and I wouldn't want it done to me. Personally. I mean it could be different if like they had a girlfriend and then Exactly. You were if you're completely moved on and whatever. Yes. Yes. Like if it I was like fifteen agree. years ago and like you can now be friends and like laugh about it at some point and like yes. you're so secure in like your own lives and like relationships and that bound like again, yes. boundary is not being crossed, then yes. yes. Yes, 100%. But if well, they're still single, they're trying to mingle, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I think every we need con more context to this whole article anyways, because yeah. it just sounds like everybody in this article is wrong. <laughs> I mean, they're all wrong in this article. I mean, it really does. It just sounds like they're all insecure. Everyone's lying. 
to a degree. People are possessive. The whole thing is poison, and I think all three of these people should stop talking to each other. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. Let it go, Back baby. No toxic, no toxic. So that's the moral of this clickbait story. Don't keep toxic relationships in your life. Yes, I like that. All right. Well, <laughs> I think it's time right now for our guest, right? Yes. Let's get into it. Everyone, it is that time for our guest. I am so excited. Um, he appears on the next episode of The Bachelorette. We are all so lucky. Multi-platinum artist, Max. Max, what's up? How you doing? Hey, Welcome yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> Delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Um, all right, let's get, you know what? Let's just get right into it. Mm -hmm. So you are performing on next week's episode of The Bachelorette. We can't wait to watch. Can you give us a little insider info? Whoa. Oh man, it? let me see. It was, uh, it was, one, it was everything I, I had imagined, you know, to just perform awkwardly for like a making out couple <laughs> three feet in front of me. It was multiple times in a row. Uh, it was amazing. Oh, is that honestly. not usually how your concerts go? It's you not know, usually. It's, it's a rarity, you know, maybe if it's a really a city I'm not doing so well in, maybe there's only like two people there. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome because I definitely, you know, I became a big fan over quarantine. I had never seen the show and I binged oh. 23 seasons, which has been the classic story. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. you binged 23 yeah. seasons? I know, I know. It's, it's, how do I say this? Okay, so it was 23 seasons. Um, it was a combo of the of the whole world of Paradise, of Bachelor and all these oh, things. Yeah, I actually never word. watched reality TV ever before. And then my wife was watching Love is Blind. She was like oh. halfway through it. And I finished that. I was like, I need more of this. And she had just gotten pregnant. It was pandemic. So we're not like doing a bunch of stuff. Congratulations. So right. like, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, she's amazing. I love being a girl dad. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I just I just like looked up what were the best seasons of The Bachelor. So like I started with Sean's season and I just started jumping around. And then I just couldn't stop. And so I basically manifested this performance. I like sent a video to the producers being like, hey, I've watched so many seasons. I'd really love to perform on the show. I feel like I need to justify my addiction. So anyway, that's that's how it happened. Oh my oh, god! Wow. Do you have a Do you have a favorite? Can you give us a favorite? Oh, uh, so favorite. tough. You guys are all on here, so I feel I feel weird not. But I also enjoyed them all. I'm not even gonna be political. I think I like Sean's just because it was my first one. Okay. And they're still okay. together, and they got the babies. Yes. And. It got me in. It's I guess it holds a special place because it started the addiction. So I'll go with Sean's season. That's that's. I like Sean is like King Bachelor. Honestly, we love Sean. We, we do, love a we man do. who knows what he wants and stays with yeah. it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I cannot believe you basically manifested getting onto the Bachelorette, and now look at you. You guys, you're going to be performing a song. What song do you perform? Yeah. It's what what is it new? It is new. Okay. It just came out, and uh, it was like the first time I did because we, you know, filmed it like a few months ago. So it was right. crazy to perform it for the first time for the making out couple. I was like, ah, cool. This is it forever, you know. Um, <laughs> right, kind of iconic. It's the, the it, was, it was great. For, for, never, never forget it. Um, but it's right. the sequel to another song of mine called "Lights Down Low," and and I wrote that one for my wife, and I proposed to her with it. So oh. this one, we just had our baby, like I said, and so it was. Uh, I wrote it to renew our vows. And then uh, quarantine happened and we haven't renewed them yet, but I wrote it for that. And then mm -hmm. we had this surprise baby I wasn't planning on. And then first week of quarantine, oh boom, she was ready to come into the world. So she got pregnant the first week and this wow. song was just the renewal of that love. So it was the perfect oh place to play God. it. Was, oh, uh, that's beautiful. Was Lights Now Low um, released before you got engaged to, to your wife? actually after it got it, okay. it got released after and it was weird because i went through the whole like at the time i was with some people like oh no nah, you gotta be a single pop guy like you can't be married and all that and i was like i don't think i can live that life i can't not live the truth I, i'm yeah i, I have right. no i have no i can't lie so i have no if someone asked me i would just look so weird just trying to pretend like i wasn't married so i right. just had to be open about the story um but we were like secretly dating for a few months because there was a moment where it was just like I was just, you know, figuring out how I wanted to be open about it. So it, it, we had already gotten, we had already, I had already proposed, but we knew we were getting married before I proposed, which is an interesting thing because she was, um, she was basically like, she basically wanted to just, she was, how do I say this? I've gone down a dark road. Basically, <laughs> no, I, I don't mind you going down a dark road. Let's yeah, go let's, down. Let's go there. She, she, it's not even dark. Uh, what can I say? Basically, People who are listening are like, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> Basically, um, 
she, we just knew that we were going to get married. She was like, I want to be married to you. And then I had to figure out how to propose to her. So we knew we were getting married. We had the date set and everything. She yeah. basically oh. proposed to me. And then I surprised her with the proposal where I sang the song and stuff at the place we had the first date. Well, how long were you guys? How long did you guys date before you got engaged? Three months. That's three months. Yeah. Okay. So you're basically a bachelor couple. Basically a bachelor couple. We should have been on the show. I mean, to be honest with you, because like, I mean, for us, I mean, you kind of are figuring out like you have a bachelorette and you're basically figuring out if you want to get engaged to that person. And once you figure it out, it's just like, yeah, I'm going to get engaged to you. How that's going to happen. Not really sure when that's going to happen. Not really sure. Mm hmm. So you're basically a bachelor couple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I no, think that's I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that I story. I mean, um, you really did manifest all of it, and I love that story because we love love on this on this podcast. Amen. Yes, we do. Amen. <laughs> before uh, before we move on from that song, I do got to ask you one more question. So that song yeah. has, and I'm sure it has even more, but 62 million views on YouTube, right? Do you mm -hmm. ever? Yeah, sit around and think like 62 million people know who I am? Like, do you ever think about that? No, the opposite. I'm always like, I feel like probably nobody knows, but it, maybe they like the song. That's cool, you know, which is kind of I've nice. watched I it. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm one of those 62 million. Oh, I yeah. love it. I think, I think I've had this, this, this is like a deeper thing, but I feel like I've been having this existential crisis recently about like, what I value in myself the most, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. ever feel that way, but it's like, for me, I love someone knows it or they know me, that's awesome. Um, but I try to like not think about all the numbers because then I'm like, is that what I value myself in? Or like a good right. dad or being like the best husband, you know? Anyway, yeah. that's just like recent. That's just like what I'm diving in with my new therapist recently because I've never <laughs> had one till like well, two weeks yeah. ago. So anyway, oh, that's not why you asked that. Thanks. That. It's, it's a I've good very, thing. I've, I just delayed it. I feel like you like ask your friends and you're like, how do I, this is such an intimate thing. How do you yes. find the right person? And then yeah. eventually it happens. But I like delayed it for a few years and now I highly recommend it. It's great. Me too. I do too. <laughs> anyway, Joe, Joe, you were just trying to be cool. You were just like, what's it like to think about the 62 million people watching yeah. this video? And I'm like, yeah. damn, man. He went you know, there. You, you, you unlock this strange yes. part of me where I'm like, damn, do I care about that or do I not? That was the but most bachelor modern. answer I've ever heard. But you know yeah. what? It, it's real and I uh, I appreciate Are it. Are you and in that's... it for the right reasons? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. No, that was good. You know the, all the lingo now because you've watched all the seasons. You know all the lingo. You do. But I think God. what's what's really fascinating too, it's like, yeah, there's that many people that watched it, but it's a song that is so true to you about your wife. Like that, that yeah. to me is like, this is my real life and people are fucking with my real life. You know what I mean? Like Totally. Mm, so much that. more worth it. So much better. And then you don't have to like, you can just live your truth and not hide from it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Have you always been a hopeless romantic? Because yeah. that's like some hopeless romantic hardcore. Stuff. Hardcore. I mean, you got you guys all are too, obviously. I would I would assume. Are you guys all well, diehard yeah, for the romantic? most part? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Insane yeah. with it, I think. That's why you go on a freaking dating show. I mean, you kinda gotta be kinda <laughs> gotta like, be yo. a little crazy about love, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. literally. Exactly. That's why it's so funny because none of my friends are into they're not Bachelor Nation. And so I'm so happy to be talking to you guys because I feel like anytime someone unlocks it in me, I'm like, yes, let me go. I'm a diehard, hopeless romantic. All of these things. They they're a little more pessimistic, I guess, which I totally like too, but I just feel like it's nice to believe in it. It's nice to believe it's there. Mm -hmm. Well, like, okay, so what is it like or what does it feel like to be able to curate a moment with your music? Like that is oh, yeah. so amazing that you were able to like lights down low yeah. coincided with your engagement and like it's a pivotal moment in your life. What does it feel like to create something like that and have like so many people, in, I don't know, enjoy that as well and be able to relate to it in their own way. It never gets old, which is the nice. That's why I feel like you keep reminding yourself to do those mm -hmm. things that maybe work for you. Um, mm -hmm. And that's and like it, I, that singing that song doesn't get old, which I know with other friends of mine who maybe have like one or two songs in particular that do really well they sometimes mm -hmm. like hate singing those songs because they've done it 10,000 times right. so right. because because it it comes from that place i've definitely found that it it doesn't it doesn't i don't hate doing it every time someone asks to sing it but i have had you know i've made some mistakes with some other songs which i don't do anymore but when i have to sing those songs after however many years 
that those are the ones I learned where I'm like, I don't want to do that song. Don't make that mistake again because it didn't come from that truth, you know? Right. But, yes. but people are always trying to convince you like, oh, you need these hits, number ones and all this stuff. And you're like, it just doesn't mean the same thing if it's not something that you really believe in or feel, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Can think you give us? Me- oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, could you give us like an example, if you don't mind, like of a mistake yeah. that you made? In a song, it's it's because I no regrets, obviously yeah. we all you know figure, but but I think there's this song and some fans really love this song. It's called Gibberish that I have, and 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 I don't regret doing it. I'm glad I learned from it, and it's a song that did well and people like love it at the shows. So it's great. I'm glad they love it, but it's just like it didn't come from that same place. Like it wasn't it wasn't as meaningful to me. So it's like I rarely play it in the shows unless I know like really hardcore fans are there. Um, but right. it was early on in my my career and like somebody else wrote it and it's just those kinds of things which i totally respect like certain artists really own songs that they don't you know write themselves or aren't a part of and and as long as you like live your truth through it i respect that but for me personally that song just wasn't the same feeling as when i get to sing like selma got it yeah got it yeah interesting yeah, well, your manifest game is real, and mm. that is something that I think a lot of our listeners can can take from. Like, and that's something that I always preach about: mindfulness and meditation, and like mm. manifesting is one of those things that, if you really kind of put all of your energy into something, like one thousand, you watch twenty three seasons of The Bachelor. Of course, you're going to be performing on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what? like, of course you are. Yes. And it was so funny because I. I had to, I lived there. I was at the same place for seven days. I was surprised yeah. I didn't see you ever while I was there. I'm but surprised I, I wasn't didn't was like, see you either. Yeah, I was just like living my hotel room and like just like listening to interviews outside of my balcony and, and just hearing. <laughs> it was God, really I wish dream. you would have messaged me. I would have like <laughs> yeah. came over with a glass of wine or something. <laughs> it's, it's not, thanks. I was, I was, I mean, it was totally, the mountains were beautiful. Everything was really cool about it. It was just so funny because I kept seeing all these bachelors like working out outside and I was just like, <laughs> like taking walks around the place because it's like seven days and i was with my band so we were writing songs and stuff we call it camp bachelorette so we just like wrote a bunch of songs right but it was it was it was crazy because i kept wondering which one of these guys is going to be the guy and my other biggest fear which low-key i kind of wish happened uh i thought that she would break up with the guy on the date i was so ready i was like what if they break up and then oh. i'm singing to nobody and then they they cut to because that's happened before where they cut to they're like oh it just didn't work out with her and and that happened on my season it did yes so good yep he watched the symphony alone my bachelor watched his symphony alone because he broke up with me but are are you watching are you watching the current season I am. I missed last night's episode but I have watched every other one oh okay so wait now knowing now watching it and knowing oh, these yeah. guys, what do you think about the guy that you say for? I He comes across very differently in the show. Uh, mm. Yeah, from when I met him. I don't know why. I think TV, you look different too, I guess. But yeah. um, there was something, he just looks a little different. Uh, and now it all makes sense because, again, I just saw him like, because I knew Katie from her from her season. So I, was, yeah. I, I knew her more. But just like, first off, I'm not meeting this guy he just walks up and like is listening to me sing and then makes out with her for a sec and then like stares at me again and then makes out with her for a sec and they dance. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't really get to know him until after the song and like sort of awkwardly in between. But out of all the guys you're watching now, who's your, who, who are some of your favorites? And then who are you like, ah, this guy's got to go. Oh no. Am I going to talk shit? Um, yeah. I'd say, I mean, I think that, I think that, I mean, I think Greg's going to be it. That's just my choice. I think first fresh rose, I think he's going to be the guy. I think he's, mm-hmm. I think he's it. I think he's going to be the guy. Um, and again, I don't know. Energy. I don't know. I just think they connect. I think now that I've seen it, I think that, then I don't, I have no idea what happens after my episode. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Um, I also have a special place in my heart for cat guy. You know, he's, He's, oh, he's Connor! Just, so do I. Uh, so do I. He's, I love just, him. He's just—he's just living, man. Um, and I, I appreciate that. Um, who—who am I? Who am I not? Who am I not feeling? Um, I don't know. I. Uh, who do I feel like? Ooh, I forget the guy's name, but the motivational speaker guy. I'm glad that Carl. He's, Carl. 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 <laughs> Carl mm-hmm. Look, nothing. Nothing against him, but I just felt. I just felt like he. I don't know. I just that's I wasn't Joe's in. childhood friend. Yeah. 
Joe, I'm going to tell you why, Joe. He's, he's not. Just, he's, he's, he's not. He's not. But I actually, I'm joking. I actually <laughs> do like Carl. I, he's not my childhood friend. I'm actually friends with Andrew S., but I do like Carl. He is funny. See, Joe, Carl, Carl is a no. Yes. Okay. So all I'm trying to say is that I didn't like that he, you know, he's, we all know he's, he started that rumor. He knew what he was doing. He was, it was just snaky to me. I'm just a yeah, big, honesty guy. That's fair. It was snaky. <laughs> I think any and not he he can I think it's just a bad habit. Hopefully we can all get out of our our bad habits of being snaky. But that when he did that, I was like, ooh. And who knows? That's the one thing about the show, and I'm sure you guys know way better than I know as a viewer. But it feels like sometimes it's it's like there's probably so many good things about him we don't see, but because it was yeah. some drama and some tea, we saw that part of him. So like, yeah. I loved, and we need those villains because honestly, as a viewer, you want to you want somebody to be like, oh man, what a what a move, what a move. Yeah. Well, Carl, this, what Carl, did you make for good TV? He makes for this, good TV. He makes for good TV. Punching the air like in the room. It was great. <laughs> well, I will say, Max, this is not the last that you will see of Carl because. Oh, crap. Yeah, he's, he's here. in paradise. And he here's, here's Carl right Carl, now. can you come in? Can you imagine? He's probably like 6'5", and he's like going to kick my ass. And he's like, actually tall. Carl. He's really tall. I'm sure. I'm sure they're all tall. I was like. Well, that's the other thing. I watch it and then I am there and I'm like, wow, you all could just be basketball players and I could just be, you know, just, I'm just like, you could carry Somebody. me. Um, <laughs> Something but, in the water. But he's going to be in paradise even better because that's where the true drama starts. That's the juicy stuff. Yep. You I'm, just I'm, wait. I'm you I'm just ready, Carl. wait. I'm ready for some punching in the air, Carl. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Joe, you brought it out of me. I never talk shit, but I feel like now I'm going to have this vendetta with Carl and I. Are gonna yeah, you and Carl thing. are going to no. have a beef, but I, no. I'm actually, I think Carl, it's great. Cool. be best friends. Who knows? It could open something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're good at manifesting. Go. Yeah, exactly. We'll do the. We'll do the boxing match. I feel like everybody I know is doing those boxing matches. I'm not into it. It's It's no. crazy that that's like a new part of our society. But I mean, it is crazy that like, I have to give props to like Logan and Jake Paul because they're great fighters, you know. So anyway, yeah, seems like yeah. seems like Carl Carl might maybe there's a bachelor boxing thing next. There might be uh -huh. a, a I'm sure there is Oh, I'd love that. I'd actually love that, and I think a lot of the fans would love that too. All right, well, Max, honestly, you're awesome. Thank you so much for coming Amazing. on. We really appreciate you, and uh, let our listeners know where they can follow you on social media before you go. Yeah, least Googleable name. It's Max, all capital letters. Uh, Max Music, at Max Music on everything. And uh, and just some places where I got lucky, I just got Max, which people are like, yo, can I get that? And I'm like, nope, it's mine. So anyway, um, hope you enjoy the music and hope you enjoy the episode. I'm excited to see it. I am so excited to hear your song next week. This was so fun. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much. That was so much fun having Max on. I cannot wait for us to just hear his brand new song next week, Butterflies. Max, thank you so much for being on with us today. Make sure you guys tune in and watch his new single drop. Amazing. Yes, love him. Thank you so much, listeners. And thank you so much, Max, for being a part of today's episode. It was so fun getting to talk to you. And I'm just so happy you both are back. Oh, we're back in the swing of things. So good to be back. And as always, make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions. Check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram and Batch Nation Pods on Facebook and Twitter. And share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you are looking at this week. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you guys are listening now. Hit the subscribe button. 